0: Hello, hello hello can you hear me okay
1: yep i could hear you
0: perfect i'm a different place from where i normally record so i'm very anxious of background noise
1: gotcha gotcha
0: yeah i'm too bad how are you
1: i'm uh, i'm doing all right just uh got off of work a few few minutes ago hopped on hopped on the call
0: good to see good to see friday anyway so we're halfway there
1: yeah yes sir
0: uh, just looking at my notes here i to be honest i haven't really changed much from what you sent me i kind of just have your questions at the top and then i went like through your profile and then found like quotes and stuff that you put up and just like kind of like, we just kind of talk about them and then just like very like the niche that you're running is very like, trendy at the moment is very like it is kind of like in the media at the moment so it's quite easy to find topics on it so I just kind of have yeah. the main ones that are circling around and the main things that, well, they're not circling around anymore though the the last few but they were relevant at the time they kind of died off so Sure, sure Nothing to yep. against the green Yep
1: Yep That works yeah. for
0: me I think I'm all set so tell me who is the tradition rebellion
1: I am a, uh, I'm a around 20 in my early early 20s I'm from the uh, United States I'm, a, I'm an engineer but I also have a lot of interests in you know re- religion uh, basically a little bit of philosophy history American history in particular but you know also you know the history of Western civilization that's Kind of what I spend a lot of time, you know, reading about. Those are basically my passions, my interests and things that I, I like to examine in my free time.
0: Yeah, it's quite funny now that you said that to be honest. I had a different picture of what you would be coming on. I thought you'd be, definitely be like later thirties, kinda of like ranting about modern society. But the fact that you are <laughs> early 20s and you're early twenties and you interested in Western history and like researching it daily, it's quite like uncommon now that people like you exist.
1: Yeah, you know the, the the funny the funny thing is is that uh, I see I see more like you know I guess I, I'm I'm Gen Z I see like Gen Z is very you know polarized either you know super pro you know uh, I, I guess you know mo- modern like more more liberal you know wokeism leftism progressivism um, but then the other side is much more you know hardcore. I guess, traditionalist or, you know, the, the countercultural kids in high school, it wasn't necessarily when I was in school, but I know, you know, some friends who have like younger siblings, you know, the, the, the kids who were Bella, the kids are like, yeah, I'm going to, want to go to Sunday school. I'm going to wait until, wait until marriage. I'm going to, you know, do, do X, Y, and Z, you know, take care of my family, find a good wife, you know, have a bunch of kids, which is, which is very interesting. It's, it's, it's much more, you know, polarized now. And I, I think that is reflected in, in the culture that we see. Uh, I think, you know, Western culture in general, but definitely in the, the U S culture, you know, where you have the Republicans, the Democrats, we really couldn't be further, further apart. And I see that reflected a lot in, you know, Gen Z in particular.
0: Yeah. It's, it does like as you were speaking there, I was kind of thinking like as you're talking about the kind of divide in cultures now, I kind of thinking what it must be like in schools now because I remember like in school whenever I was in school I like, am only twenty five I'm not that far off of school but I remember whenever I was in school like the things that we like that were acceptable then I don't think I don't think that you would even be allowed to talk about anymore I, it's yeah. it's gone so I, I don't even know what the word would be it's just it's flipped on its head so much and I wonder how it works with that split because there definitely is there definitely is like part of the younger generation coming through that they do have those old traits old habits but then as as you speak about on your page and i spoke about many times in mine there's that soft era coming through that I, do, I don't know how they coexist
1: yeah no i you know i think you know maybe maybe we're we're, we're around you know the same age um and i you know I, I remember when i was a little bit in in like you know elementary school or, or middle school and then maybe maybe to a lesser degree in high school you know the, the biggest thing was the participation trophy like everyone gets a participation trophy <laughs> and you know that was that was like you know my my parents <laughs> condemned that like you will never bring home a you, you know we will burn it <laughs> like you know yeah. we will there is no participation trophy but you know we didn't have it, it was it was definitely the the, up, the the start of like that that coddling maybe maybe a little bit before us but now that that coddling and you know, that's like ramped up to an 11 where everybody, everybody can do whatever they want. You know, they the competition is kind of dead. I, I remember that being kind of reflected in even like high school sports after I graduated, you know, football team, you know, we never, we never won another game. <laughs> yeah. Know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely very, you know, interesting the type of, of, uh, of children that, that it's producing. Um, yeah. It's, I, I think it was probably the start for us, but I can't really imagine what it must be like now in public school. And I think that's why we see so much, you know, i i I made a meme about it today. Uh, but you I know the so many other, yeah, so many other people, you know, you know, me about home homeschooling, like, you know, the art, the art of purpose or, or any of those other more, more traditional uh, accounts. But man, if you're not, if you're not in like a, a really, if you don't vet your public school, you have no idea what you're what you're sending your kid into like i couldn't i'm not from california i don't think i'd ever want to live in california just because of the amount of craziness that you're you're experience you're putting your kid into you know parents no longer raise the kids it's the nanny in the school
0: yeah that, that that's, that's so crazy just all the for parts of the world because even you said don't oh, california and you do know I- even though I'm from Ireland, you kind of do hear of the hot spots in like America where it does get crazy. Then even think yeah. of somewhere like Kansas City yesterday at the championship period, people were shooting open fire on children. like that. It's it's just insanity that it's happening. and I don't know. Like, there could be a million different ways that it could come down to. It. I'm sure scientists like Andrew Huberman are probably doing studies on it, but it must have something to do with that coddling. Because as you said, the big participation trophy saga and stuff like whenever i was going through younger years in sport we like were basically just told if we were rubbish or not and i think that now, if you came out and done that it would probably be considered a hate crime
1: right (laughs) i couldn't imagine what what it would be like yeah and i don't even think you're you're, that's not even like an exaggeration anymore like you know you used to use that as like a a, you know a a far off like hyperbole or, or or whatever but like you that might actually happen it's you know, we've kind of, you know, you know, lost our minds a, a little bit. And I, I do think a lot of that, you know, one of the things we I was bringing up is, you know, how it affects like men in particular. But, you know, yeah. I, I think part of it's, you know, we don't have, you know, f- you know, fatherhood in single parent homes are a big problem in, in the United States. I, I'd imagine it's, you know, at, really in, in the West in general, but I know particularly in the United States, like that's a very hot button topic. But if you don't you don't have a, a guiding hand at the home to, you know, you know, when you get knocked out, you know, they're there for you, but you know, pick yourself back up, not, oh, you know, you, you poor thing, it's it's the world that's that's doing this to you, not you. You know, if you don't have that that stronger hand in the home and you don't have many of those figures at school, or if you do have a figure in school, that guy's probably gonna get canceled at some point and forced to resign. You don't you don't have any of those strong figures telling you. You know, yes, it's, it's you will feel your you know, emotions, but you don't have anyone teaching you how to control them or process them or, you know, how to use like a negative emotion and turn it into something, something positive. where you fail and you hate to fail, but then you learn how to you know, overcome whatever that obstacle is. We don't we don't have that person doing that anymore. So if you don't have it in the home, you don't have it at school and you don't see that type of, you know, father like figure. In the media or, you know, even if you want want to go the religious route, you don't have, you know, people are much more atheistic. They don't have, you know, a, a God, like, a you know, a, a holy Fa- father figure to, to help you build your resiliency. You just have an entire generation or several generations of just, you know, weak people who cannot control or know how to process their emotions and people you, you lash out.
0: Yeah, it, I I I don't understand the father figure thing and the strong figures in life and stuff. And obviously, it's a horrible situation. But I don't think it, it, it is obviously being used quite obviously now. It's, it's almost a get out of jail free card. But I actually pity those people because there's not even strong figures in general now. Because I remember even whenever I was a kid growing up, you no know, bouncing around boxing gyms and football and different sports, there were people who were in boxing gyms who were widely talented boxers as kids but they just like, they maybe didn't have somebody push them, maybe they were single, maybe they were like single child or something like that and there'd be times where I would see kids going into like a boxing ring and getting scared and getting beat up and where now people would go, oh it's okay, you tried, it's alright. Back then, an old washed up angry at the world retired boxer would grab him and throw him back in and let him keep getting bit up until he eventually learned how to win and it seems like now if you've done that i would imagine that washed up angry boxer would probably be serving life in prison i would actually be terrified to see that happen now but back then that, that was kind of just how you learned like if you done something wrong you had to just keep doing it till you got it right yeah
1: oh, i would agree with you on that and you know it, yeah, we would even you know even me. I, I p- trying to picture what you're saying. I if I was standing there, I would look at that like, oh my God, that's you know that's that's horrible. But you know, sometimes some of the some of the worst events that happen in your life, you know, those are the ones that you you know that's like a you know a foundational memory. That's something where I never want to feel like if that person that that happened to them, it'd be I would never want to feel as helpless as I felt back then. But you you knew that you yeah it hurt, but you you're still here you still you survived you got through it if you can overcome that you can overcome x y and z in the future of your life you you would use that core memory as just as fuel
0: yeah i remember seeing a podcast recently i don't know i can't remember who it was it was just i think it might have been on a queue and just skipped forward as i was doing something but there was somebody talking to an old athlete and they were saying what's the difference between field and great and they were saying, and the other guy turned around and said that the line is so, so small. It's like as you said that, that doing things like I described, it will create a core memory where I don't ever want to feel like that again. But the small line between being great or something and being field and being, you know thinking the words against you is, the f- weak people say, that hurt me, so I'm gonna make a big statement, and I don't want people to ever think that this is acceptable. And then the greats say. I'm going to make sure they never do that to me again.
1: Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And that's, that's just a matter of, that's, that's a matter of mentality. Uh, I mean, that's, it's it really is what, what can turn a, a really strong person into a, a really, you know, weak person is the matter of perspective that they have on uh, in events such as that. And, you know, there's probably going to be multiple times where in your life where you might have an event like that or something along that degree. But if you keep choosing the same option over and over and over again, you know, that's how you become, your character becomes weak. But if you keep choosing that, you know, that, that stronger option that I'm never going to let that happen to me again, I'm never going to let that happen to me again. And every single time you fail, your character ultimately, you know, follows that path and you you become that guy who you never let things like that happen to you
0: yeah it moves quite quite uh, quite nicely into the first thing that you sent me which was what happened to men and whenever i was reading it this morning i'm putting it on the paper so i could kind of strategize how I would talk about it it it's almost like it's i don't know if it's entirely that men as a whole have changed. I think it's more just the, the consumption of just stupid information that's just taken a complete pattern on men's mindsets.
1: You know, that's, that's, that's interesting. And I, you know, I, to an extent, I, I think <clears throat> I, I would agree that it's, it is, you know, men physically, you know, we could, you know, put in a vacuum, you take a person from today and you put them, I don't know, in whatever, you, even like, you know, 1960, that person might end up becoming around the, basically the same person. But what the person in the 60s and the person today are consuming and basing their, you know, their mindset around is, you know, drastically different. I think men, what they hear, the environments that they're being put into, you know, it, it it's why people don't feel, they, they don't feel appreciated or masculinity in and of itself is, is looked at as as bad or unnecessary i think that you know i could never talk about this as well as a guy like jordan peterson could talk about it but there's no reason why a guy like that has such a big platform and is one of the most you know famous people on the planet now because that is such a need and he he reflects how a lot of men feel you can i think you know you can go like the jordan peterson route or you can go like you know now people are going taking the andrew andrew tate route but two very different that, groups <laughs> right but built on the same problem and yeah. they are definitely different i do think one is probably better than the other but there's a re- i think andrew Tate at one point and he, i haven't i haven't personally watched much of much of his content i just i know who he is and i know what he's he speaks about but i think at one point he was like the most searched man in the world like I, maybe that was after his whole prison thing Oh, research for a long time.
0: A very yeah, long time. <laughs>
1: right. But there's you know, but there's a reason there's a reason why, because there, there it's it's such a it's such a problem. But I do I do agree, like, you know, it's probably less to do with men in and of themselves, but maybe it's it's probably more about, you know, the, the mindset and the environment, you know, with with which men are are, are now currently treated.
0: Yeah. How much do you think the the right of like social media is impacting that
1: you know i i think social media is having you know i i do think it's impacting it to a much higher degree especially amongst uh, amongst young men yeah i I, before before now before we had people like like peterson or or any uh, any big figure speaking out against you know uh, the the detriment of men i think that's we we saw like i think like depression rates among men like 18 to 25 was far higher than it, than it's ever been. I, I, you know, some of it is women, but I think the men and women, it, it goes hand in hand. You know, I think that as men become, you know, more, more sterilized or, or, or weaker, you know, I think women as a whole, because I believe, you know, sex, the, the sexes are complementary. you know, when, when one kind of decreases or, you know, you know, sort of trails off, or, or or gets more, you know, depressed, or or purposeless, or or lost in society. The other has to sort of it has to follow suit, and it might not be immediately on the onset of something happening. But now that we have, you know, probably about ten to twenty years of, of this type of thing happening, now now you see both men and women are, are feeling much more lost and and more depressed, and especially in that eighteen to twenty five range when you're seeing. You know, whatever your all sorts of you know, degeneracy that you're seeing on, on TikTok, or even just even if you're just looking at, 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 at I'm going to be on my phone and not be outside interacting with people, maybe not, not even taking the content itself in, into consideration, just the, the element of having social media and, and not having as much physical interaction or, you know, socializing with people uh, that, that, that has to take a toll on, on your mental health.
0: Yeah, do you think that the big public figure is kind of forcing you, that you need to get rich, you need to get this whole, I don't even think, I don't even know if I know the exact phrase with escaping the matrix or whatever it is. Yeah yeah, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to break free. Do you think this is, is it kind of, I know I 100% know that it's having a big impact on the money, the younger generation. Do you think it's going to get, it's going to impact the next generation coming through even worse? You know, I,
1: I, I would think it definitely would. Um, I would think that it would. I think these kids are going to be much more, you know, we we were much more tech savvy than our parents, but social media came out and, you know, I didn't have a phone really until high school. I know many people, uh, you know, had a had a phone b- before I, I did, but not not at like two or three, you know, the smartphone was invented when I was still alive. And social yeah. media shortly after, you know, Vine was big for a while and, you know, that was the thing in like 2014 and now you know reels and, and TikTok, tock but yeah you still could kind of navigate away from it i don't think any of that is really unless you have very strict parents i don't think that that's escapable for the younger generation you're gonna have a smartphone you're gonna have social media you know you might even have an apple vision pro at this point and yeah. you're in, in vr and honestly, if I if I grew up with VR and seeing all this stuff on, you know, I I am in in like a matrix in and of itself. Now, do do I think that, you know, it's you know the, the matrix and like you know the deep state and, and all of that that people kind of talk about now, to to an extent, maybe maybe that is true in some you know bureaucratic at, you know aspect. And I definitely think that you know the whatever party has more power has more donors and you know you could in in the united states you know many many of the big tech companies are are much more left-leaning you can totally see why the matrix would be looked at as a thing but you know i don't necessarily know if that's that's like Mm -hmm. the enemy or you have to i think that that's because someone like some of these red pill guys they need an enemy they need some it's like the Empire in Star Wars. You know, you need some big, overwhelming figure to fight against. And you know, that might be based on some some element of truth. But I think it's you know, it's it's not as, you know, uh, Illuminati-esque as some of them make it make it out to be.
0: Yeah, that it's kind of becoming like the followers and the fans of these big figures are almost becoming a cult and they're fitting into too much. Like there is information that they do bring out. Like these people at are they, kind of, are they are putting like pinning like the matrix and the normal society is the enemy they, they i don't think the people following them understand that they have a message yes they're also content creators they can't just sit yeah. there and say you need to make money because it wouldn't nobody would click on it i wouldn't get views it wouldn't be entertaining like they have to right. sit there and scream about how oh, if you don't get rich, that someone's going to come in the middle of the night and steal you. Like, you have to come in with something. Like, they can't just sit there and tell you, like, their message. They have to make it more glamorized. But people take it too little because I followed a conversation recently on Instagram in a comment of someone's post. And I was, someone kid talking about, oh, manifest and riches. And someone replied, like, oh, you have so like you've so much life ahead of you. Like, you can think of riches in the, in the future. And he said, I'm oh, I'm too late now to get rich. I'm 20
1: that's insane that's crazy
0: absolute insanity like people around like where i'm from that got i don't think any of them even got ratchet before they were 30
1: right no no it's
0: insanity it's becoming that's why i'm thinking are these figures just like really damaging it because as like those kind of beliefs are just there's i don't think the people believing in them understand just how delusional they are becoming
1: yeah, well, I, I totally, I, a thousand percent agree with you on that uh, aspect. I do think, you know, these you know 17-year-old on TikTok posting in front of his Bugatti because he won, you know, because of gambling or, or crypto or, you know, remember NFTs? Like, that oh, was a huge thing for like a year. That's All appeared. these guys getting rich on NFTs and now they're, they're worthless. It's It's a lot of, you know, clout chasing and hustler mindset. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't abide by that. I don't really, I don't agree with, with any of that, but I totally agree with you on the aspect of, of course, everyone wants how, if you're 16 and you're impressionable or and you're looking at a a guy who's, you know, whatever, not three years older than you, he's in a a teenager and he's driving a Lambo. I remember like every YouTuber, when I was a kid, like they all had a video where they finally got a Lamborghini like they're they're 24 and that's like you know every video has that's their most viewed video oh look at the custom lamborghini i got you know i sure they they go ahead you know i guess they could they could they have the freedom to flex it but i don't think that's that's what we should all aspire to or i'm gonna go be a content creator and i don't think they realized how how rare that might be and it also they might not that might not be their purpose like instead of finding something that they truly want to do and be, and be the best at now it's like if i don't have a lamborghini from selling cryptocurrencies at 18 years old i'm a loser and my life is over and no woman will ever want me
0: yeah it it is that kind of they're not thinking about what they actually are interested in life they are just they're seeing money signs and going towards it because the unfortunate reality of the whole situation is very soon in university and colleges there's going to be influencer courses it's going it's it's almost like it's just bound to happen any second and people do like glamorize influencer and content creator lifestyle like but you don't realize it's very easy for anyone to say i make 10 million a year but they don't a lot of them don't like you can very easily rent these supercars and you can stand outside a mansion as you drive to your nine-to-five job and stop outside and take a photo. It's not hard to do these yeah. things. At the end of the day, it is content creation. It is entertainment. It's for the purpose of making someone feel good or making someone want to click or come back to your videos. It is that aspect of it that people are overlooking and they're not thinking about. But, yeah, it it's, it's amazing to me how quickly it did fall off because, like you mentioned earlier, Vine. Whenever I was growing up, Vine was huge. And Vine was just six seconds, how funny can you be? there was no need for money there was no need for showing off it was just right this is 6 seconds make a video and be as entertaining as you possibly can in those 6 seconds
1: yeah yeah absolutely and you know vine vine was blow up then and then you know i guess i think musically was never as big but musically eventually became tiktok but tiktok yeah. is it's, uh, it's it's just extended vine but you you had that same same, same sort of vibe to it, and now and our reels as well. But you know, it, it is interesting. I, I, I do think with what you said about uh, content creation being like a, a college degree. I, I actually, I, I think I saw some poll. I don't remember who took it. I just remember that like the most sought after job in, is content creator. You know, is content creation?
0: I seen something very similar today, and I couldn't believe what I was looking at.
1: Yeah, well, you know what, what's what's not is. <clears throat> Some, some of this, you know, you, you'll see a lot of people on the, on X, on, on any type of platform where, you know, they're, they're pushing like, uh, how to, how to make a 10 or six figure biz doing X, Y, and Z, but it's, <laughs> it's some, it's a six, some 18, 16 year old, just, you know, tweeting, tweeting at the world, but they don't have any, any experience. Like, you don't yeah. have, you don't, you could become a content creator. But you probably need to have experience in the thing that you're creating content around. Other than that, you're 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 being fraudulent. It's yes, content creation and you know, YouTube and you can learn some some things on platforms like X and TikTok and, and YouTube. There are people who have legitimately started, founded, and and created multi-million dollar, even billion dollar industries. And you know, it could be tech, it could be sales, it could be, you know, writing. I know ghostwriting is a big thing that I, I see see on X. Yeah. Um, but you have to actually have done the thing that you are going to be creating content about and coaching people on, on how to do it. If you haven't done any of those things, all you've done is, you know, watch a few few videos on YouTube, maybe read a book or two about content, I, you know, you Maybe you can do it, but in in my mind, that's that's much more likely to be fraudulent, and you know you're going to be wasting everybody's time, and I don't I don't think that's a good look. And I, I think yes, again, you know, you if you wanted to make it's you, know, you you can make good money at it, but there there are many other things that you can do besides content creation, and not everything has to be entertainment. I mean, I'm I sound like my my dad now, uh, but <laughs> you know, con con like. Entertainment used to be the thing that, you know, you you had a a king and you had his court and you had all the important, you know, people in the world and in that kingdom or whatever. And they they would bring in the entertainment to to lighten the mood or, you know, you go and you watch the the show at the Coliseum or the Circus Maximum or you have the the jester sing a sing a song or tell a joke. But, you know, that wasn't you didn't aspire to be the jester. You you wanted to be the king or, or the knight or. Now, now everybody wants to be the content creator and we definitely we, we definitely need that. We need content creation and, and teachers but that's not what everyone should should have to be. you what we should you should be trying to do you know build construction or, or, or be a doctor or, or be an engineer. you know those are still growing fields, but the fact that content creation is like the number one thing that most people want to do, it's it's mind-boggling. It's it'll be oversaturation. It's too too much content, too much consumption, and not em- enough, you know, tangible production.
0: Do you think those traditional jobs of construction and doctors and things like that? Do you think they are almost being shadowed with a bad light?
1: You know, I, I think a lot of traditional jobs and you know I, again i did it today uh, about about homeschooling but you know even even college and university they're like they're such easy things to hate on right right you know right now um yeah. but i do think you know there is still there is still value in going to college just there's not value in every single collegiate degree but i, I, I the median outcome i i forget exactly it's probably it's probably around we call it sixty sixty thousand $60,000 maybe out of college, but it's drastically higher than it would be if you, you hadn't gone to college. And yes, many people take on s- stupid amounts of debt and colleges are, are way too expensive, but a lot of people, you know, they try to, I'm going to take a four-year degree or a four-year break and I'll, I'll go find myself instead. And then I'll go to college. But most, most people, unless they have inherent drive, they don't use those, you know, they don't use those years wisely they go work work at home, home depot stocking shelves or something you know, no hate the people who do that but you're you know you're not finding you're not most people aren't backpacking europe and going on a drastic adventure to find what they want to do in their life they're kind of just you know wheels in the mud as, as people go forward you no know, you, you probably you don't have to go to you know notre dame and spend seventy six thousand dollars on a college degree that you don't that you don't have the money for and you don't know what you want to do but if you want, you could go go to community college for a few years and maybe there you, you spend some time. You don't have to pay a crazy amount of money. You still have a structure around you that tells you, you know, that, that could help you figure out what that thing is that you want to do. And then you could transfer into like maybe a college and pursue that major that you want. And then now you have a job in a field that you might have an interest with. And whatever you do, you know, after that, you work a few years, but you can never, that knowledge is with you forever. You you are now a, a valuable person of society who has tangible uh, and and useful knowledge in some particular field that you could apply to anything else versus, you know, you, you're you're sitting at home. You, you, a lot of people, they're probably just, you know, smoking weed and figuring out what they want to do. Uh but they're not actually making any steps. You know, the the driven people in any field will probably succeed more often than the people who are just kind of. Some people need structure. You know, some people need structure, and some people maybe they can figure it out. But to to go back to your your, your that was a little bit of a tangent. But to go back that's to
0: no your, problem. I love it. Your,
1: your 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 main your main point. Yeah, I do think some some major fields are being a little, you know, uh, definitely neglected. I, I think some people are, are very much turned off uh, of wanting to do something like be a doctor because of the yes, it's, you know the the you can, you'll make a lot of money, but those the financial commitment of school is so great, and I, that that is a big problem. The price of college, and yes, you you, you do get some financial aid, uh, and that could be from from the university and uh, you know, scholarship or or maybe maybe government aid as well. But I do think a lot of young people look at something like being a doctor as that's a 20 year investment. And now that we're so interested in, you know, instant gratification and maybe I could just go make some money in in an easier way. They don't, they don't, maybe they don't care as much or they don't, we don't want to look to the 20 year path. We want to look at the, what am I doing in six months? You know, what am I doing? What am I doing right now? What are all my friends doing on Instagram? Oh, I won't have anything. I, you, you, you can't actually look towards, towards the future. Um, and why would I want to go be be an engineer and build something when I can, you know, instead travel the world and post pictures and drive fast cars and whatever live live life, you know, I, you know, hot and fast like a shooting star burn out, but I'd rather burn out in my twenties and happy than live the rest of my life at uh, working a job and you know having a family and, and being happy. I'd much rather just mess around and have fun and figure it out. Yeah, you know we'll we'll all figure it out in the end. Well, maybe not all of us, but you know we'll <laughs> most people will figure it out. But I, I don't I don't necessarily abide to that shooting star, you know, raging twenties aspect. But I've never been that guy, so I, it's hard for me to relate.
0: Yeah, I have never been either, to be honest. But as you were talking about, people kind of taking like backpacking years and, and quotation marks trying to figure it out i don't know if it's just i don't know necessarily if they're trying to figure it out i think they're putting off the like avoiding the like this this kind of narrative that working a nine to five or a normal job for your whole life is so terrible and so miserable it's like it's not working a job you absolutely hate your whole life is miserable if you just sit down and think about what you actually are interested in what you're good at what you could do for the rest of your life it's not actually that difficult. It's not that miserable. It's actually quite enjoyable because you can still do all these things on the side.
1: Yeah, you you, you, you sum that up a lot a lot better than I did, but that's you <laughs> hit the nail on, you hit the nail on the head with that one. You know, like if you're if you're if you work at SpaceX or like Tesla or or really like any any job with a company that has a really good mission. Yeah. Like that nine to five isn't isn't worthless. You know, it Absolutely isn't anything not. to shake your head at. Like, you know, if people, yes, if, if you get to, if we get to Mars, like, yes, a large part of that is on, on Elon Musk, you know, doing what he does. But he, he couldn't do it alone. It takes hundreds of people who do work that nine to five, or maybe for, for Elon, it's like seven to nine. But yeah, you know, it's uh, about uh, standard extended. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, right. But, you know, a, a job. But they yeah. have a they they love that job. They they have a purpose. They they they're totally they're all in. They're all bought in. You know, not every not every nine to five is you know punching sp- spreadsheets and sending emails. There there are some jobs. There's a lot of jobs that are are traditional jobs, but they're for a company with a mission that you really b- believe in. That's why it's so important to. Find a, find that company. If you're not happy at a company, you can quit and find something that is totally yeah. up your alley.
0: Yeah, there's a guy I follow on Twitter, Dylan Lad. It's a shameless plug for him. I will be invoicing him. But he had tweeted a few days ago that, and, I, and as, a, as a quote, uh, oh, I did it all by myself. And then underneath in really small letters, you're forgetting the hundred people that helped you get to where you are. And it's so similar to what you're talking about. Everyone glamorises, you know, all oh, these companies are so amazing. They've done oh Elon Musk has done it all by himself, but they don't realise you could go and help him too. You know, if you are qualified in what he's doing, you can apply to work with him. It's not like yeah. he's second off like this is me and no one else is getting apart. Like he like if you went to him if you're qualified, you're good enough at your job and said, I want to help you. I don't think someone in a position that is the mission he has in his mind is going to say no.
1: Right. No, not at all. That's, that's that is the 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 beauty of you know some some parts of you know corporate America. There are many companies doing really cool stuff, and you can you can work for any of them. Like yeah, yes, you you'll probably you'll need to have some qualifications, but yeah. if you wanted to work, if you wanted to get to Mars or or work for space development, there's a ton of companies that are are doing just. they that's exactly what they're doing, or. You know uh, robotics. You work work at Boston Dynamics, or you could go to go to college. That's, that is again, that's a good part of going to college. That, that's how you kind of can work your way, and you work with these researchers who are on, you know, cutting the cutting edge of science. Yeah. And, or, or or you know healthcare or you know
0: true heroes. That is,
1: that's yeah. That's the, that's the beauty of that is the beauty of the system. So not all <laughs> of the matrix is bad. You know, there are definitely, you know, bad, bad narratives and bad movements, but some, some things that we have, we do have some parts of the educational system or the corporates for, for a reason, but as with anything that's ever existed, that's made by human beings, it's flawed. You know, we are still people. There's going to be good. There's going to be bad. There's going to be great actors and important movers, and there's going to be people who who want to see the, the system blow up or who taint the system.
0: Yeah. I want to go in on some quotes I've got from your page because there's been some, There obviously have some quotes, you have some things on your page that people are going to find quite controversial, but there's been some that I read and it just got my mind ticking. And the first one that I wrote down is one that it's gets on my nerves every time I see someone talk about the other side of what you're talking about here, but it's 90% of foods at a grocery store didn't exist 100 years ago. And neither did ninety percent of the health problems.
1: Yeah, yeah I, I, I had, I had someone actually, you know, re- reply to that, re- reply to that thing and saying like, oh, you know, are you really saying that? You know, people today are are uh, way worse off than we were at the early, you know, nineteen hundreds. Like, no, <laughs> not not no. <laughs> that was you know, that was like a, a tweet that I was having, and I was doing. I was, yeah, uh, uh, at lunch, and I, you know, I, I work a job in. In manufacturing, and it was just on my mind because you know sometimes I I see people and they pull up to work and it's a a few things of processed foods, a a can of coke, and like a pack of cigarettes, and I'm just like it's like nine a.m. I'm like yeah, like that's that's crazy. So you know some of those were just on my mind, but I I do think you know yes we the advancements that we have in, in medical technology and all of that are vastly superior today than they were were back then but there is there is the the other element that we particularly see in the United States where you go into a grocery store and it's brand 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 everything is yeah. processed everything is wrapped in plastic you know everything you know, you have to you could feel you know when you're cleaning an apple like the the waxiness on it and i i grew up in a much more rural part of i mean obviously we still had supermarkets and stuff but much more rural part like most of the fruit that i had we would you know pick from like apple farms or you'd go blueberry picking and you know, now that I, you know, I've moved away and I'm on my own, I don't, I don't really have access to as much of that as I did, but I'm so much more aware of, you know, there's no, you know, farmers, farmers markets, everything is, everything is processed, packaged and, you know, presented in like a colorful labeling, but with, you know, thousands of like terrible ingredients that, you know, uh, do, and, and we are saying like cause, cause health, health problems in America, but obviously, you know that sometimes it's you you pick. The reason that we're all all a thousand pounds is because solely because of seed oils.
0: Yeah. Maybe
1: it has a you know that's a big thing. Me and I, I'm a I'm a big like Lane Norton fan. Like, because I could totally get wrapped up in like the only thing I can eat is steak now. But like, yeah. I'll, then I'll watch a Lane Norton video and I'm like, all right, you know, maybe 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 I took that too, too, too seriously, but. You know, I, 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 I do think it's it's a a big, you know, I do think the food that we eat and and what's available to us is, you know, I do think it's a problem, but it's not the the sole problem. You know, seed oils might be a, a part of the the problem, but also our sedentary lifestyle, or you know, uh, you know, it, it could be a, a bunch of a, a bunch of factors.
0: Yeah, you near brought tears to my eyes when you said about there being no farmers' markets anymore. I am so annoyed at the fact that they've just disappeared off the face of the earth because they were a huge part of my childhood
1: yeah man i like the the i i will never forget like for me it's like the biggest thing is like apples like i remember a feel of like a, a big like you know kind of grainy but real apple and if i go and i get one from like a, a supermarket and it's like waxy and like uh, never the same and like glossy i'm like oh can't
0: eat that i can't eat that no that's amazing uh the next one is men used to be fearless we must be we must be once again Mm -hmm. butchered that but you got the premise
1: yep yeah i know that um so that we we kind of touched on this (laughs) a a little bit when we were talking about you know masculinity uh at the beginning and you know although i was uh, talking to a guy who he actually lives on the uh, his name is yeah, rogue philosophy. And I actually had a conversation with him. you know, he, he used from the States, but he now lives over in, uh, I can't, like, like, like Vietnam or, or, or over, over in the far East, but he's, yeah. he's become a, he, he lives with a bunch of nomadic, uh, a nomadic horse tribe. So he's like straight up on like the frontier. Uh, and we were yeah. talking about, you know, the, the, you know, sometimes when we talk about tradition, we idolize the fifties, but like to him, it's, and and honestly, a little bit to me now after, after talking with him and I've actually, you know, started reading a little bit more about, you know, the frontier, but like maybe that was that tradition. So it was, I don't necessarily think, you know, if you want to be a a real man, you got to go one, v one, a grizzly bear. And, you know, those people walked and did what they did so that we could have a more civilized society. However, I do think, we, we have to embody like sort of like what we were talking about uh, previously with, you know, sports or, or, or coaches where, you know, you have to be you have to have courage. You have to have a little bit of uh, I'm going to do this thing, even though I know, you know it might not go my way. Like, wanna... Right. Right. Exactly. I'm, I the obstacle is the way sometimes face that fear. You are the culmination of the obstacles that you overcome. Like the, that's 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 kind of how I look at it. Where if I keep going and I keep going if I, I could choose this the safe path and never get any better or I can climb the really high stairs and then when I look down I'm so much further and, and, and greater than I, I was previously. so that that's kind of you know face face the fears um, you know you don't have to be you know you know coddled with with everything. you know you don't have to again, one if you want a grizzly bear, but you should appreciate the fact that the same species as me, you know, looked at the wilderness and said, I'm going to do, I'm going to dominate that regardless of, of who is there. I'm going to hop on this, you know, little wagon and go across the Colorado Rocky mountains and just go West because I want something different and I want something better. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine someone, you know, someone today, you Take a, a, a TikTok guy and throw him on a wagon and you know put him in front of a bunch of you know native tribes and trying to sustain the, the winter. I'd it's love a to different live human. Right? Right? Yeah, but it's that's a that. species. That you were we're only a few generations removed from it. So again, we don't <laughs> have to do that to be considered worthy, but we should know that we have that same amount of grit inside of us if we choose to actually search for it and reach for it.
0: Nobody has ever said, I wish I spent more time at work.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, nobody wishes I spent more time with work. Everybody will say like, I wish I had spent more time with your family. And that's, you know, that's, that's definitely a a perspective thing. And, you know, me being in my, my, my early twenties, and maybe you can relate to this as well, but, you know, we, as like, you know, 20-year-old men, The and I've always abided by, you know, I'm going, I used to think I'm going to sacrifice all of my 20s and, and I'm not going to get <laughs> married or find a wife. I'm from like, you know, the, the northeast part, you know, heavily, you know, New York, Boston, you yeah. know, influence when I was younger. And I'm like, I will not get married or have kids until I'm 35 and I'm worth $5 million or yeah. whatever, you know, <laughs> X, X number. But, you know, I've, I've totally, the more I've read and the, 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 more I've, you know, learned and thought about things like, yes, obviously I still want to be successful, but at the same time, you know, uh, that's, that's, is that really, is that really winning? Well, well, when I look back and I have sacrificed my twenties, but I'm unmarried, I, I don't have kids. I, I'm not really on my way. All I have is, uh, I've gone from a a plastic chair to a leather one, is that, is that winning? Is that, did, did I use my twenties wisely? I, I don't think so. I, you know, I'm still going to work, you know, as hard as I can and pursue the things that I want to pursue and try to live a life of purpose. But at the same time, you know, I would rather go through my twenties, you know, with like a a woman that I I really care about. And I, we grow, I think the twenties it's, I think your twenties are very pivotal. Like if you can meet someone in your twenties and you can go through like that real hard, like, I don't, I'm, I'm really nobody yet. I, I don't know what I'm doing or necessarily what I want, but you, you become the, the two of you become, I think much, much stronger by, by doing that. And you, you kind of grow together as people instead of, you know, if I had thought the same way I did when I was you know 17, I would be meeting, I'd be 35 and have my own life. I'd be meeting someone who's whatever 30 and has, has their own life. And we're, now we're trying to, you know, figure out who's going to sacrifice X, Y, and Z. But now, you know, if I would have my person, we've gone through the twenties of both of us, you know, figuring out who we are, what we want. And now when we're, we're 35. We're that, we're that much stronger for it. So I, that's kind of my, my, my change in perspective. And then what do I, do I really, do I want, uh, you know, a billion dollars into work? a yeah, hundred hours a week forever and never see my kids or, or what uh, is, you know, missing that meeting or not doing this thing, you know, is that, you know, it, instead of going to your, your child's first baseball game and he hits his first home run, that's like a, that's a, again, that's like a core memory for your kid. And ultimately you're, you're going to die. And the only, the only thing that, you know, lives on after you is your, your family, your children,